You are really spoiling us with this one. Really putting the poofy into my stuffy. Last Goodbye by Break. Tighter than a gnat's chuff. Mr. Merck in the chat making the claim that not all women are the same. Imagine that. That's a great record. This is off the uh, Breaks album, Another Way. It's just come out. It's a hot fucking joint. Meow. 
to see those wobbly sub basses back in fashion. It's like the return of the prodigal son. It is an archetype as old as time itself. An axiomatic truth that cannot be denied. Lobsters. And as Mr. Brake always says, literally a communist. You awake early in the morning, swing your legs out of bed, straight into your lobster shaped slippers, and you make for the lavatory. You pass your morning Todd, shower, shave, sure. And you go to your place of work. Thankfully, you've sorted your act out. You've got your shit together, bucko. And you've taken on as much responsibility as you can. You've actualized yourself as a human. And you're about to climb up the, hom- the competence hierarchy like a good little... Lobsters. You get a promotion. You get another promotion. Before you know it, you're CEO of the company. Yeah, you've got your feet under the table. You're chairman of the board. Everyone loves you. You're a great boss. You're a leader. You're leading this company into a brave new world. Soon enough, the eyes of the politicians are upon you. They want you to come in, advise. You go, sure, sure. You've come this far. Why not help out some others? All you want to do is some good. And that's absolutely fine. Before you know it, the people are asking for you to take charge. That's right. You're prime minister of the country. Hoo-wee! Shit's real now. Hey, you make a few changes here, make a few changes there. Suddenly, what's happened? Everything's balancing out. There's actual equality of opportunity. People are, people are working hard and they're rising. It's incredible. Every day stuff's getting better and better and better. You think, wow, this is fantastic. But then, but then, something's gone wrong. What's happened here? All this... Unity and coming together is coming apart at the seams. There's infighting, there's gender wars, there's race wars, there's species wars, man versus machine. It's all going wrong. Oh, it explodes into a post-apocalyptic nightmare. You sat down in the bunker, just you on your own, pondering where it all went wrong. And then you realise you'd forgotten the two most crucial elements of any society. You'd forgotten about coffee and memes. Steady job, a couple extra lobsters. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Slubby. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes. And that is so true that it's almost unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm. The lobster patriarchy, in my opinion, has all of the top memes. Yes, as they say. Literally a communist. 
Oh. Smoking these meats. We are here. It's Thursday. It is the 22nd of November. I don't know how many of you are still left doing No Nut November, but I can tell you I've it started to almost make me see into the future. I feel like I might be Mike from the year 3700. Uh, and it's, it's a little bit like, you know, like DMT, you know, the old dimethyltryptamine. I guess it's a bit like that. If you just, if you don't, if you don't nut for like weeks and that, I mean, you can, I guess you can achieve these states with sort of Kundalini yoga or, um, I don't know, stuff like that. But yeah, just basically not jazzing one off, not having one off the wrist or, um, not, uh, pleasuring, uh, a partner, much the same effect. Basically, you hallucinate and have otherworldly experiences. And that is fine, though. Don't worry about it. Like, look, hi, guys. Jesus, hey, how's it going? Uh, this is show number 44. Can you even imagine? I can't. It's bizarre. Wesley Snips, how are you doing today? Smoking these meats. That's fine. Oh, Wesley Snips, why is our love so forbidden? People just can't get their head around the love between a man and a lobster. Lobsters. Uh, I've had a lot of coffee today, as you might be able to tell. Uh, but I found some, oh, God, some great music to play. Really good stuff. Oh, lovely business. Um, uh, thanks to Thrasher, who came on yesterday. If you haven't uh, listened to that yet, that was a riotous chat about all manner of nonsense. Um, uh, I suppose I was asking for trouble, really. But hey, what can you do? I enjoyed it. Uh, and if you don't like it, then uh, I guess that's understandable. Uh, there is all manner of, um, yeah, madness, all sorts of uh, craziness. A uh, woman survived six days in Outback drinking urine and car washer fluid. Uh, passengers asked to chip in to pay for planes repairs so they can get home. <coughs> uh, farmer's goat gives birth to half pig, half human creature sparking curse fears. Uh, got some bits from the smoking gun. I did a lot of research into this um, World Daily News World Report Daily News News Report World Daily uh, website, and I found almost none of it to be true. <clears throat> After doing some googling on the stories, I find that it is the only outlet publishing these stories, and uh, or occasionally Google will bring up something saying that it's a hoax, which is sad because they were they are great. Like, the man uh, is busted with 3,000 uh, severed penises. That's sadly not real. Um, man tied up and raped by leprechaun. Um, that was a big story that they've just um, just launched. That's There is no corroborating evidence to that story being real whatsoever. I mean, they must just take stock images. Because like, they've got, you know, a picture of a geezer out in a field. He's like, he was a dairy farmer. And, you know, he's got jazzed up by a by a leprechaun and I mean that man is obviously a real man in the picture and one day he's going to find out that there is a bogus news story about him getting bummed by a fictional a fairy tale character rough times man rough times um there's some lobster news lobster theft in fact I think someone posted that in the uh in the lobster crew group um uh, but yeah, I've, I mean, let's let's just just get into stuff. Uh, what have we got? Actually, open with this yesterday, but it bears repeating. This is a new track by Emperor off Boxcutter EP. It's called Warpath. The full EP is out on the third of December, I believe. And, oh, this is this is rascal. This is this is. Crazy. <laughs> Thank you. 
Tom Sun underscore UK in the chat. He says, "Is this exclusively a lobster club?" No, it's not. We uh, we're, we're very inclusive here. Anyone is welcome. All humans, all species. Time for a little. is everyone listening and what have you had for breakfast these are the important important questions of the day let me know a lot of lobster chat going on in the on the youtube in the chat is in Cambridge he's had porridge and a pint of coffee breakfast still means breakfast Lily unsubs in New Zealand and on the coffee although it's a little past breakfast now alright that's Warpath by Emperor it is out now as a sort of teaser off uh, his new box cutter EP which is on critical most things are these days. God freaking damn it. Christian missionary slaughtered by protected tribe after trespassing on their island to preach. Jim McCloskey of the Metro reports, reports, reports. An American missionary was shot to death 
by an arrow-wielding tribe after trespassing on their protected island to try and convert them to Christianity. Now, it's not, um, you know, it's, you know, you don't want to talk ill of the dead, but silly, silly thing to do, isn't it? Silly. John Allen Chow, 27, died after uh, paying fishermen to take him close to North Sentinel Island uh, in the Andaman Islands off the coast of India before using a canoe to row to the beach in the hope of preaching to the Sentinelese tribe who live there. Don't, I think, is the um, is the sort of takeaway from this story. Don't go and try and convert uh, tribes that do not want outsiders to to come and try and convert them to Christianity. I think that's that's the simple takeaway from this. A chow whose mission uh, broke a law banning all contact with the group see, was fatally felled by arrows within moments of arriving on the beach on November the 16th. Um, there's a video of them uh, in, the in the 90s lobbing rocks at the Coast Guard. Uh, the seven fishermen who guided uh, Chow to North Central have been charged with his murder. What the... Oof. All right. Uh, the tribesmen who killed Chow cannot be charged with his slaying because any form of contact with them has been outlawed in a bid to protect their way of life. So what, they just get away scot-free? What are they doing over there? Hold on a second, I've done a complete U-turn here. Forget about the Christianity part of it. I want to know what's going on on that island, eh? There could be, you know, they could be up to all sorts of hoodoo, voodoo, what you don't dare do. You know, they, I don't know, maybe they're, maybe... Maybe they're doing something weird with lobsters. I want to find out because I hope they're not. Some sort of Tide Pods. They You know what? They've probably never heard of Tide Pods. Can you imagine? A whole, a whole society untouched by millennials and Tide Pods. I mean, would you still consider them millennials? Probably not. You know, if there no iPhones, no Instagram, no Snapchat. Um... Chow's body was spotted on the beach by the fishermen as they rowed past the island on their return journey, um, but they've not been able to retrieve it. Oh, man, that's rough. Uh, a Bay of Bengal Islands police source said he tried to reach the island on the 14th but could not make it two days later. Uh, two days later, he went well prepared. He left the dinghy midway and took a canoe all by himself to the island. This is a very silly idea. U.S. missionary John Chow died after landing on a remote island in a bid to preach Christianity. To the, this is the, why are you just recapping it in the middle of the fucking story. He was attacked by arrows, but he continued walking. Uh, the fishermen saw the tri, uh, the tribals tri, the tribals tying a rope around his neck and dragging his body. God, uh, they were scared and fled, but returned next morning to find his body on the seashore. Poor dude, uh, foolish thing to do, but you know you, you don't want. Uh, you know, you don't want don't want to wish harm on anybody. Um, I say we just go and what I think we go over there, AK forty seven, show them what modern technology is all about, and just then just flamethrower, just napalm the whole island. I think you just go, you can't you can't have this. You know, well, this is America, isn't it? They've killed an American an American national. Trump's not going to be happy about this. He's going to build a wall around it. He's going to he's going to send in ice. This is a uh, oh god. This is silly, isn't it? It's, it's a very, uh, very foolish thing to do, uh, pal. But you know, God rest his soul. Um, uh, you know, I guess he, he's going to heaven, isn't he? He's a Christian. He's out there doing the Lord's work. God bless him. God rest his soul. Right. What else have we got? Woman killed lover. Put body in blender and served it with rice to workers. Wow. That's uh, 
Okay. Uh, a woman has been arrested after a human tooth was found inside a food blender believed to be uh, belonging to her boyfriend. The Moroccan who is accused of murdering her boyfriend and then chopping his, up his body and serving it to Pakistani workers in the United Arab Emirates. Her boyfriend vanished and there was no trace of him until his brother went looking for him and found the tooth inside the suspect's food processor. You'd think you'd clean that out, wouldn't you? That is sloppy work. Come on, that is a rookie error. Schoolboy mistake. Do you... I guess you've got to learn, haven't you? Maybe you don't get it right first time and uh, perhaps you're just lucky get away with it first time. So then the second time, you, you're a bit more dexter about it. You know, you've got your kill room set up with your, your, I don't know, your boiler suit and all the rest of the jazz. I can't be leaving tooths. <laughs> tooths in blenders. God, dear, you've got to wash out all your, your killing apparatus and your blending business. Uh, prosecutors now allege that she butchered him, cooked his body, and put it in a traditional rice and meat dish known as machbuz. Sounds delicious. Uh, they believe she killed her boyfriend of seven years uh, in the Al Ain Emirate after she said he wanted to marry another woman. Oh, dear. Uh, the woman said uh, that it is out of revenge and that she has provided for him financially for years. Yeah, he'd be a bit roused off by that. But I don't know about killing him and chopping him up and feeding him to people. I think maybe just leaving him. Um, should have, she should have asked. She should have got in the chat with the lobster crew and said, look, listen, guys, listen. Lobsters. Could you give me some advice? Um, my fella's creeping, uh, which is annoying enough as it is, but I've been financially supporting him for years. He's a sack of shit. He needs to sort his act out and tidy his room. And uh, the lobster crew, what would be your advice, lobster crew? Um, presumably you just, you know, get rid of him, date, date a real lobster. But... Sadly, the time the time for that has passed. She told police that she killed him in a moment of insanity when she was arrested after DNA samples proved it was his body. A friend is alleged to have helped her dispose of the body, uh, but they deny witnessing anything relating to the case. It is believed that he was murdered three months ago, and the trial will take place at some point in the future, uh, and they'll probably probably prosecute her or something like that. They haven't really decided when they get round to it or something like that. Lovely stuff. Um... <laughs> This is uh, Inside Info and Nephius. It's called Pulsation. It's on Viper. It's a nice bit. Where the Western world What's this from? Last year, I think? Standard tuning is in 1939 when the Rockefeller Foundation instituted through the British Standards Institute standard tuning to a 440 hertz frequency. And that was derived from military acoustic warfare research that determined the most dissonant, most stressful. Dear Lodge, the chat, uh, they're just saying get rid of him. She did the right thing. Okay. Re- reasonable reaction to pissing on the toilet seat. Wow. Doesn't take much to turn the lobster crew a murder.
That's Pulsation Inside Info and the Mephis. It's on Viper, it's a, uh, it's tight. Very tight. Righto. Pooh! Found in ice at Weatherspoons and slug and lettuce by BBC Watchdog Investigation. Lobsters. Uh, customers at some of the UK's largest pub chains could basically be eating Todd. According to an investigation, bars and pubs up and down the country have potentially been serving punters with glasses full of faecal bacteria. <sighs> Undercover reporters from the BBC investigation show Watchdog, they're fucking narcs, uh, is a re- <laughs> in a report to be aired tonight. Took samples from J.D. Weatherspoon, Slug and Lettuce, Harvester, Hungry Horse, uh, the real classy establishments of the country, and Marston's Two for One. I don't know what that is. And found traces of Todd. Uh, the, char- the Chartered Institute of Environmental Health said it may be a health risk and is a concern. Tony Lewis at the Chartered Institute of Environmental Health. Big up tone, each and every. Big up tone. Big tone. Come on. Um, the Tonester. The Tonester of the Chartered Institute of Environmental Health. Big, big, big Donny Tone. The Donster. The Tone, tone Man. Tone Unit. Toad, toadfish. Uh, Toadfish of the Chartered Institute of Environmental Health analysed the findings for the show and claimed it showed that there were potential failings, yeah, you reckon, in cleaning standards which could pose potential risk to the health of their customers, in particular people who don't like to eat Todd or have weakened immune systems. He told the mirror, here you are, Big Tone. Big Tone told the mirror, if ice is loaded up with the wrong type of bacteria, then it makes us ill. Yeah, you reckon? Uh, so that's why it's a concern. Okay, okay, all right. Well, we're dealing with, dealing in the basics here. Fair enough. Um, on the basis of the chains that we looked at, industries need to do better, making sure that their cleanliness is being well managed and they're not effectively serving cubes of frozen tod uh, to punters. Now, obviously, most people who um, who drink at the Weatherspoons uh, are poor, and we don't care about poor people. Um, this is Big Tony's words, not mine. Um, so, you know, it doesn't matter that much. Uh, but as soon, if, if a posh person accidentally wandered into a Weatherspoons, perhaps they were ill or upset or on drugs that they'd been spiked with and, and had one of these toddy drinks, then we'd genuinely have to do something about it. According to the uh, reports in The Sun, Slug and Lettuce said it has immediately investigated the claims. Uh, Hungry Horse told them it has undergone a deep clean. Uh, <laughs> you can just imagine like someone on the, on the phone at Hungry Horse. Todd in the ice, yeah? Yeah, all right, we'll, we'll give it a clean out. All right, see ya. <laughs> and the staff at Two for One uh, were understood to be undergoing retraining. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, the paper also said that bosses at Weatherspoons had taken on board the findings of the report. However, not everyone agreed with the findings, with Harvester disputing Watchdog's scientific method. The spokesman at the Harvester told Lad Bible. <laughs> I always think that's hilarious. Like, Lad Bible reached out uh, for, for comment. Uh, hello, Harvester. Uh, who is this? Uh, Dominic Smithers. Uh, Dominic Smithers here of Lad Bible. Um, what, what do you think about the reports that uh, you're serving up ice cubes laden with Todd? Uh, Harvester, uh, the, the cleanliness and hygiene of our restaurants is of critical importance, as is the welfare of our guests. And we would only serve toddy ice cubes to people we didn't like, like the poor. God, why do these people hate the poor so much? This is an outra- This is outrageous. The restaurants surveyed uh, all of the high. Uh, uh, the restaurants surveyed are all of a high standard, uh, as assessed by external investigators, and we want to reassure our guests that they will not be served tods unless we do not like them. Right. 
this isn't the first time high street chains have been put under the microscope by BBC's watchdog, uh, who are certified narcs. Last year, reporters discovered traces of pops and tods in some drinks being served at Costa and Cafe Nero after samples from ice drinks were found to be contaminated with bacteria. Why is all this tod getting in the ice? Where's this coming from? Like, I want to get to the bottom of this. I'm going to watch this. I'm going to watch this. You bloody well tune in tomorrow. And I will tell you what they have to say. Spokesperson, uh, spokesperson for Costa told The Sun, We're very disappointed with the findings, especially as those stores are all rated very good, uh, with a top hygiene rating of five. Uh, while Cafe Nero described the findings as absolute bollocks. Uh, a thorough investigation is now underway and appropriate action will be taken. Uh, 99% of our stores are good, but some of them are absolute gaff. Right, okay, really throw your stores under the bus there. Christ. Um, anyway, uh, important news. Dog called Big Bopper the Whopper <laughs> grows too big for his kennel. Oh, Big Bopper the Whopper, what's going on? Oh, he's a good boy. Here he is. Hey, Bopper. You <laughs> Bopper, you absolute psycho. What are you doing, mate? Uh, oh, Bopper. You, cra- you, you crazy bastard. Look, how big can we get his face? Oh... Uh, Oh, I'm too fat for my kennel. <laughs> oh, poor Big Bopper the Whopper. Is it possible to fat shame an animal? Surely not, as they are as cute, uh, if not more, when they're fat. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce Big Bopper the Whopper, a dog so fat that he is too big to fit inside his kennel. Bless him. The absolute unit is an 11-year-old collie that now weighs 50 kilos. Christ, and is now probably in need of a pretty strict diet. Bopper was rescued by the good folks down at Gables Farm Dogs and Cats Home in Plymouth. And they said they're going to be feeding him ice cubes laced with Todd. Oh, no, Bopper! Don't feed him the Toddy ice. Um, But they were shocked at just how huge he is. He's even bigger than another dog who had made headlines for being fat, Hattie the Fatty. In fact, Bopper is 10 kilos bigger than Hattie the Fatty. Jesus, Bopper, you fat fuck. What are you eating? Why is he eating? Smoking these meats. Uh, He might even be Britain's fattest dog. Yeah, he's a unit. He's an absolute fridge. Jesus. Uh, They're they're shaming him even further by putting a picture of a normal-sized collie next to him. You bastards, lad Bible. Anyway, he's currently living with the owner of the shelter as he's simply too big to get into one of the shelter's kennels. Ruth Pickard, the manager of Gable's Farm, talked about her shock for the fat ba- when the fat bastard uh, Bopper waddled into her life. She told BBC News, I could not believe the size of this fat bastard. Look at the absolute scale of him. What a unit. I could not believe it. She continued, we thought Hattie was fat, but fuck me, Bopper is an absolute sight. Jeez. <laughs> Poor Bopper. Can we donate to him? Is there any way we can, have they got a Just Giving page? Oh, they have. They've got a fundraising campaign. I wonder how much money they've got for him. Too fat to fit in kennel, Big Bopper the Whopper. Um, they've got 333 quid. I'd say this is a better investment of money to... Um, <laughs> better investment than Cats Protection. I'm almost tempted to donate a quid just so I can leave a... Um, uh, you can leave a sort of message and just to say something like... <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, buy, buy yourself some Weight Watchers. Bopper, you fat fuck. Oh, bless him. I think he's very sweet. Very, very sweet. Very fat, but very sweet. 
Um, right, okay, here's James Marvel and Abyss. Sp- Space Pirate. Oh, Way of the Warrior. There's a lot going on with this. The uh, the cover is a cartoon of someone out in space. Uh, he's got a VR headset on, uh, a sort of laser shooter, and he's playing like a laser arcade game, a, a sort of Space Invader arcade game, but he's actually also on a spaceship and actually shooting actual, like, robots and stuff. So there's, there's a lot going on there, a lot going on. MC Bopper on the mic with the fat lyrics. Ain't no pH here. Straight up, o- straight up overweight bars.
Jam nearly answered with the zingers in the chat. <laughs> Hashtag I'm with Merck. There's definite oomph in that. I really like it. I like it. like the lyrics. Uh, I think the cover's uh, entertaining and weird. There's a lot going on. Yeah, why not? Bit of fun, isn't it? Bit of fucking fun in this dark, dark times we live in. Ah, they're good times most of the time anyway. Right, look, come on. Um, what we got here? Uh, Not- Notorious Huntstress holds bloodied sex toy while posing with sheep she's just killed. Uh, it's appalling. Um, I don't know why the need to gender the word hunter, huntstress, hunt, hunteress, hunter, hunter and hunter. Pfft, just stick with hunter. Like, really anyway, a controversial hunter. See, look, Smithers, Dominic Smithers of Loud Bible, he's just contradicted himself. Fucking second, first sentence, post headline. It's appalling. Look into it. Get your act together. A controversial hunter has caused outrage at her latest social media posts showing her stood beside a dead sheep while holding a bloodied sex toy. Yep, this is true. Let's uh, get her up. Whoa there! Yeah, it's not only is it a bloodied sex toy, it's a dildo in the shape of a fist. And it is one of those ones with a suction pad on the other end so you can how the fuck are you supposed to get that inside you it's the size of an actual fist jesus and it's not even in the sort of um uh like where you put your hands together you know into a sort of more like uh more aerodynamic fist you don't actually crunch your hand up you should actually straighten your fingers out and any look <laughs> fisting aside uh there she is she's um out of control uh, she's an out of control teen uh, he needs 25 to life um, that's too big come on that's enough uh, where are you come on a bit smaller there we go yes you read that correctly US TV host uh, uh, Lariza uh, Switlike took the action shot during a trip to Norfolk and it showed her crouching beside the slaughtered animal while smiling and clutching a bloodied prosthetic fist According to the reports, the trip had to be abandoned halfway through because the because of the Hindu atmosphere had become too raucous. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The British huntress uh, Jenna Gearing was among those taking part in the trip and told the Mail Online that she was disgusted by the America's behaviour. It's appalling. Uh, in an interview, she said the sex toy was brought by one of the girls who was celebrating her 30th birthday the night before. Um, the 24-year-old said, It was a bit of fun during the party, but I had no idea why it was brought out the following day on a hunt. Uh, it was an appalling thing to do. It's appalling. Um, a, a, a complete show of disrespect to the animal she had just killed. I'm not friends with her any longer. <laughs> and in fact, the reason I left the hunt early was because I was so against what she stood for and her morals, or lack thereof. I'd left the hunting trip before the photo was taken, but it's an embarrassment to people that hunt like me and my family who do it for sustainability, management, and to eat wholesome, free-range meat that I can source. Here, here. Uh, Jenna told the paper that the controversial uh, Switlike 33 uh, was excited about killing Chinese water deer, uh, which come from Asia but now live in Norfolk. She told the paper, You can tell a lot about people with the way they talk about hunting, and uh, Loriza was boasting about killing a big water deer, deer as she could... Uh, uh, as big a water deer as she could find to take the tusks from their mouth as a trophy. 
Yeah, not wild about trophy hunting. I mean, if you're going to hunt and eat it all, then, you know, presumably that's more ethical than buying it from a shop. Uh, she was rude and arrogant to everyone. She sounds like a real bastard. Uh, rude and arrogant to everyone on the trip. A complete disregard for the animals she kills. Even the organiser on the hunt called it a day halfway through. She's unbearable! Uh, <laughs> all I can say is that if someone gets pleasure out of shooting an almost domestic animal walking around a small fence field, then that's a real concern. A little bit, yeah. Especially to show a sheer lack of respect for an animal by then holding up a bloody fist dildo. That is a weird thing to do, isn't it? Like, it's... T- Okay. Uh, if that's what's, what a famous hunter is, it's an embarrassment to the rest of us that do it as a way of life to manage and take only what we need off the land to feed our family with honest, free-range meats. She is no hunter. She is a killer. She shall be ashamed. And it's people like her that give us a bad name. Yeah, all right, all right. We get the picture. She, she is bastard. Uh, no need to be hunting with a, with a dildo. <laughs> that's the weirdest. Mate, I mean... All right, did she kill the, the the deer with the dildo? That that would that would be impressive, but also largely unethical. I think it's uh it's not good, is it? Like it's not cool hunting with dildos. It's weird. Um I'm slightly uh sort of turned off reality by all of that. Uh anyway, here's Desert Orgy by Face. Face and Misanthrope. Yeah, there's some good Ram Records puns going on in the chat about this. Yeah, this could may well be Putin's Iron Fist dildo that is now on sale at uh, Sainsbury's for 1999. Uh, Mr. Mays in the chat says it was a mafia threat to Ram Records from the critical camp. Kazra don't mess around when it comes to ordering goat fist revenge missions. Wow. I can't confirm the accuracy of any of that. Um, it's just a rumour, but I can confirm that it is a rumour.
That's an absolute three-course dinner of a tune. Oh. It's the sort of dinner that requires multiple items of cutlery. Three different knives? Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, that's a beauty. That's a beauty! Jesus! And this sounds fresh as a daisy. Uh, anyway, that's Desert Orgy by Face and Misanthrope, uh, which is on, uh, unsurprisingly, Neo Signal. Most things are these days. Oh, that is... Oh, God. I mean, I, I mean, I kind of want to give it Shoe Thrower of the Week, even though it's eight years old. Yikes. Oh, I'm telling you already, Shoe Thrower of the Week's going to that bloody um, uh, break track, Jungle Desire. Oh, that is a fucking flip-flop flinger. Anyway, Florida woman, 42, nabbed after brazen crustacean heist at Red Lobster. An intoxicated Florida woman plucked a live lobster from a tank at Red Lobster and bolted from the St. Petersburg restaurant with the purloined crustacean, according to police. That's St. Petersburg in Florida. Okay. Uh, Kimberly Gable. 42, was drunk and causing a scene. Saturday at the eatery, prompting a manager to ask her to leave for disturbing other customers, she said. I'm literally a communist. Uh, Gable pictured at right uh, was cursing as she headed for the Red Lobster front door and the rest affidavit notes. But before departing, uh, Gable proceeded to reach into the water tank containing live lobster and grabbed a lobster and ran out of the restaurant. She's gone on the lamb. Responding uh, to a 911 call about the lobster heist, <laughs> uh, a sheriff's deputy located Gable, who smelled a booze and was slurring her words. Continuing to curse, Gable denied knowledge of the pilfered lobster's whereabouts. 
Gable explained that since she was blackout drunk, she did not care because she did not do nothing wrong or nothing. At at Red Lobster. Busted for disorderly intoxication, Gable was booked into the county jail on a misdemeanor count and was subsequently released on a $100 bond. 25 to life. All lobster theft should be... uh, I don't know. Hold on a second. Maybe she's a hero. Maybe she she liberated that lobster from the oppressive bourgeoisie of Red Lobster, the poor working lobster proletariat in there, ready to be slaughtered at the hands of sickening, appalling bourgeoisie. Um, Gable's lengthy rap sheet includes arrests for trespass, theft, drug possession, loitering, (laughs) nice, burglary, carrying an open container of alcohol, Exposure of sexual organs, violating probation, domestic battery, defrauding an innkeeper, <laughs> disorderly intoxication, drunk, drink, drunk driving, and resisting an officer. Um, resisting an officer, uh, <laughs> I like because it sounds um, a little a bit like maybe she's been propositioned by the officer. She's like, nah, she just jogged him on. She's friend zoning an officer. <laughs> <laughs> she's been arrested on three counts of friend zoning an officer it's outrageous 25 to life <laughs> oh i do like um defrauding an innkeeper add that to the list with uh reckless endangerment uh contributing to the delinquency of a minor uh i like carrying an open container of alcohol that <laughs> that's a crime uh exposure of sexual organs oh dear um, disorderly intoxication and friends only <laughs> officer oh god um, jailers have noted that uh, Gable has a tattoo on her back of a dragon and a koi fish that's a nice bit of uh, Gable trivia at the end of a delightful story should get a picture of her up she's um, yeah she looks pissed just, just drunk and a bit stupid uh, bless her I th- she's the hero we deserve not the hero we need. Uh, liberating lobsters from Red Lobster, one lob at a time. Liberating the oppressed proletariat from the Red Lobster bourgeoisie. There she is. What was her name? Was it Catherine or uh, Kimberly Gable? The hero. The hero. Um, I hope that she uh, that that officer gets out of the friend zone. No, bless him. He's uh, he's he's doing it because he loves her. Um, miniature horse lover gets corralled. Uh, Also from The Smoking Gun, unsurprisingly. Uh, November 20th, meet Nicholas Anthony Sardo. The 21-year-old Floridian. They're always from Florida. What is going on in that state? Like, it's just... It's because it's too hot that it just drives people insane. The 21-year-old Floridian was arrested yesterday for allegedly having sex on multiple occasions with a miniature male pony named Jackie G. Oh, poor Jackie G. Poor, poor Jackie G, little miniature pony, a tiny horse. Um, according to cops, the witness last month spotted Sardo having sex with the horse in a pasture on a family member's property uh, in Marion County. A second witness told investigators that she too saw the illicit act and confirmed Sardo, who admitted having sex with Jackie G. <laughs> Stop naming the horse. It makes it even weirder. When questioned by police, Sardo, seen above, uh, reportedly confessed, saying that he knew he was a sick man and knew his actions were wrong. Oh, dear. Um, 
Police say Sardo admitted to having sex with the horse on four occasions. Each time he used a condom because he didn't want to get a disease from the horse. Man, the horse needs to be more worried about you, you fucking weirdo. Charged with four counts of sexual contact with an animal, Sardo was booked into the Marion County Jail, where he's being held in lieu of a $4,000 bond on misdemeanor counts. Oh, Jackie, there's a picture of Jackie G. Oh, God, Jackie G does not look pleased when you wouldn't they've got two different pictures of the, of the horse two different clearly two different horses uh, on one of them they've sort of got a red line over the horse's eyes um to pre- presumably protect the horse's identity ah <sighs> oh, florida come on this is uh it's not cool not cool guys not cool anyway ah oh, it's four minutes to 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 11 so to play us out um here is wildlife by June Miller and the Teddy Killers. Excuse me. What, uh, what's going on here? Uh, think, uh, think you're gonna want to be. What are you doing? I oh, come on now. You look. You. Oh, you bastard. Oh, you, oh, you're gonna pay for this, right? Okay. Well, I'm sorry, but uh, for some reason, June Miller and Teddy Killers have been have been usurped, been ousted uh, by um, the ghost of Steve Jobs, presumably. Uh, so here's Ed Rush with Scarabs instead, a classic. Stone Cold classic.
Wings out in the chat saying that that uh, wildlife tune is full of June Miller samples. Not as full as <laughs> not as full of June Miller samples as my records. I'll tell you that. This is as good a time as any to shout out the VIP list. This is a list of people that are help supporting the show on Patreon. Helping to keep the lights on, helping to keep the show going. If you want to be one of those people, you can head over to the link uh, below the YouTube video or go to support the station on the Threshold.fm website. And if you contribute $10 a month or more, you get your name on this list. Shout it out at the end of every show. It's Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats, Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Sierra R, Michael Kaziski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, and Lily Unser. I will say also that probably this uh, sample, literally a communist. Although I think it's funny, I'm probably going to get about one more day out of it because it's, she's so obnoxious. I, it actually makes me a bit sad. Zuckerberg, on the other hand, smoking these meats. Yeah, <laughs> he can stay for a bit. Thank you very much for tuning in, everyone. Uh, remember, you can get the show as a podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, Overcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's there. If you're listening on uh, a podcast app, please don't hesitate to give me a five-star rating. That'd be very kind of you. And there are Threshold T-shirts, Lobster Crew T-shirts. Over at threshold.fm. That's the sales pitch done. Um, this afternoon, I will be one hour late for Rankin's Records as I'm going on Killer Keller's podcast uh, with Matt from the Freestylers. Like, talk, talk about life and the meaning of life and, you know, how to be a better lobster. Uh, so, yeah, four, four o'clock um, if you're a Rankin's Records. If not, just go about your daily business unaffected by the change and try not to worry about it too much. Uh, otherwise, I'll be back tomorrow morning, 10am, for more coffee and or memes. Don't let your memes be dreams. Increase the peace, decrease the grief. Rock and roll, baby. It's all love, baby. It's all love.